Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is another week and another episode of the Buddha Brothers Podcast. You got Kyle and Eric. And today I want to talk about training on the mats and getting stuck. Okay. I was rolling with somebody the other day and ended up in a mounted position and they kind of grabbed my foot and it was like this weird problem that unmasked itself. And you kind of had to calculate on the fly, but it was just this awkward moment in time where we're both flopping around like fish and nobody knows what's going on. But it made me think, how do you calculate and to deal with these problems on the fly? And it Mm -hmm. extrapolate that out. How do you deal with problems in real life? Mm -hmm. What is the tool you use to solve problems? Is there a system? Is there a method that you have? How do you solve problems on a regular basis? Solving problems, if you actually think about that ability, is one of the most valuable skill sets you can have. On the mats and training, it's literally a it's literally about solving problems because you're if you're pushing your limits, you're going to reach a problem. This is not working. I keep getting tapped out here. I keep getting hit. There, I'm not moving my head. I'm not bobbing, I'm weaving. Solving problems in training is best with a coach, with a sensei, with somebody who can see the flaws that you can't. Yeah. And I think the same would go with real life. That's why people have coaches. That's why they have teachers. That's why they have mentors. They've gone before. They are your sensei. They have been in battle and have lived to tell you what to watch out for. Here's where this is going to go wrong. The reason why? Because I did it. You probably want to check this because I didn't know this when I started this venture. And boy, was this a hard lesson. But because I learned it, I'm going to teach it to you. Coaches in our lives, coaches on the mats are some of the most valuable assets you can have. What would you say the difference between a problem and an obstacle is? Or are they synonyms in life? Like, oh, Mm. man, I overcame that obstacle. Mm. Oh, man, I overcame that problem. Mm. Are they both Mm. in the same realm Uh, or space? I think think a a problem needs to be solved and an obstacle needs to be overcome. Okay. That's the difference. So when you you come up with a solution, you then own the the solution forever. You solve the problem. Yes. Problem solved. Mm -hmm. Here's the solution. Yeah. Here is the answer to the math question. Right. It has a definitive answer to Correct. You pass right. on to the next level. Just like in sparring. Like there's only one or two things that will work in this moment in time. Did you do it correctly? Yes. Okay. You escaped or you, yeah. you were successful. No. Dead end. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there is an answer to the problem. Mm-hmm. There's an answer to the pressure. Mm-hmm. There's an yes. answer to the punches. There's an answer to. Yes. Yeah. And just like in math or. If you take engineering classes, you need to learn the formulas that govern the laws of motion in order to solve problems. There's a beam with a weight on it. What's the force at point B? If you don't understand the formulas, you're never going to solve that problem. Just like in training, if you don't drill and learn the equations of motion that will be the defense to this attack, if no one teaches you that and you don't learn those formulas, you won't solve that problem. 
How do you discover you have a problem? Shit's it, not working. So through failure? Yeah. Always through failure? If you are aware enough to realize, because sometimes we can be stubborn and not even, oh yeah, it's not working because I'm just, I haven't tried hard enough. Mm -hmm. I fall into that. Yeah. Where clearly, because there's, a, there's a, a fine line between grit and pushing and not getting the traction you need because you're not going to get traction right away. Mm -hmm. You're going to stumble. Shit's not going to work. It's going to be frustrating. And yeah, you do have to know the difference between spinning on ice and just getting the right amount of torque to get you out of the rut to keep, keep you going. Yeah. And when a problem is too difficult, you give up on it. Yeah. Right? They're, you got to go back. Like, I've gotten those stupid... Rubik's Cube? Rubik's Cube, or there's different ones that just... They, it's supposed to be a fun game, but for me, it's too difficult. I'm like, forget this. Yeah. I'm not even... I don't even want to play this, try this stupid problem. You need to, in the back of your mind, think that it's semi-achievable in order to commit mm -hmm. to answering the problem, mm -hmm. or else you just avoid it. Like... If you're a grade one math and you're given a calculus question, you can't solve that. Of course. It the need, foundation. It needs, you need the foundation in order to be in the realm to solution. It's just like if you are a, if you are new to a gym or an academy or a, a, a dojo and you go fight the highest ranking person in the class, you don't have answer to any of the problems he's going to give you. You Precisely. have zero answers. Precisely. So you need to always choose or experience problems that are within your realm of solving. Yeah, that are solvable, that will allow you to progress because once solved, you now, when presented with that problem again, you already know the equation. You know the solution. You know what to do. Mm -hmm. And that is the value of understanding your own process of how you solve problems. We all have problems. It's part of being human. Yeah. The human condition is riddled with problems. Yes. I really think that's one of the biggest distinguishing difference in my mind between a problem and an obstacle. Because an obstacle could almost seem insurmountable. Mm. And that's why you hear things like the obstacle is the way. Yeah. Like just be comfortable with the uncomfortable and make it through. Yeah. But a problem is meant to sharpen your skill set in an area or your awareness or help you to figure out the required tools to come up with an answer. And that's why the best coaches, teachers, um, mentors give their students the appropriate problems in order to help them progress yeah. based on their level yeah if they can't solve this problem let's give them a little e let's build them back up and a good coach will do that like okay clearly this is way beyond where this individual's at let's get them proficient at a lower level get them up where you know you can take it to 40 percent intensity 60 percent intensity mm -hmm. if they start failing it see for kevin goat he puts this in his training yeah. a lot where he's like take it to 60 take it to 80 if they start failing back down to 60 now pressure test again pressure test again 80 you okay can you can you just proficient at 80 all right let's go all out see if it holds up yes and you need to give that person some type of success mm -hmm. right because if you're just too overpowering too dominant 
they don't learn anything. There's nothing that they achieve. They don't yes. feel like they're rewarded. Mm-hmm. And it's actually having the opposite effect of teaching. When you leave your school, you should leave feeling like you've accomplished something. You should feel leaving. You should leave feeling better than when you came in. Yeah. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That's why we sign up for this is to get better, is to grow, is to learn. There's going to be good days and bad days. Mm -hmm. But if on average you're having more bad days than you are good, on aggregate, you might want to look at the environment in which you're training. Because a good environment will realize where you're at and bring you up to a place of proficiency where you can get that confidence of, all right, here's where I'm at. Least I'm growing. Hey, I, I got tapped out all night. But at least I was able to put my frames in. Yeah. At least I didn't have to go puke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, finding the little steps that are the micro wins, even though you got your ass kicked all night. <laughs> yeah. And in martial arts, what generally happens is you go and you find out. Uh, generally, I like to find out through sparring, but it could be through drills or, or whatever. Like, I am not capable of evading avoiding getting this person off me avoiding this punch like there's a problem that Mm. i have i keep getting hit i keep getting mounted i keep getting choked i keep getting Mm -hmm. uh like cut like whatever the the training mechanism is Mm -hmm. and then what happens is you say you identify this problem and then you step back and you break down the solution to the problem into bite size absorbable steps yeah right like guard passing Mm -hmm. you sit there when you're sparring you can't pass a person's guard but then you have to go back this is step one drill it this is step two this is step three and they all link like with knife fighting Mm -hmm. like this is this is this let's go back to this drill let's go back to the this flow drill Mm -hmm. You break it down into digestible pieces in order to see what part of the chain you need to work on in order to become proficient in the skill. And then you add it back in and and, and then you see how it goes. But you have to slow down and dissect. Mm -hmm. And that's how it goes with most problems in life. If you're having business problems answer isn't is rarely just work harder and do exactly the same thing but harder Mm. it's no there is something broken within the chain of what we're doing let's take a step back and look at all of the steps and figure out where we're going wrong oh it's accounting oh it's marketing oh it's this Mm -hmm. how can we get better at that specific yeah go back drill it learn it grow asset keep going that's yes. it, and that's kind of that process now there are problems that don't have easy answers in training and in just in general life as well look at some of the problems that have persisted whether it be social political ideological differences that are that you know, we're in this such a divided time. How could we possibly come together and solve these issues that don't have an easy solution? 
-hmm. and problems that don't have easy solutions persist precisely because there is no easy solution. Right. And they also manifest even more. Like inflation. Inflation is generally a problem caused by poor fiscal policy yeah. from decades before. Right. Right? Yeah. It's not because of what's happening in the moment, mm -hmm. but there is a problem that has not been solved or looked after that just keeps building and building and building mm -hmm. until it's it it's insurmountable. Yeah. And then if you look at a, at the political solution for inflation, the Inflation Reduction Act, where we print more money to solve inflation, yes. when, when it, this is complicated, mm -hmm. it's a complicated problem. An easy, or at least in your mind, you would think, well, if everyone is having a hard time making ends meet, we, everybody should get more money to make ends meet. Yeah. But if every, everyone has more money, there's more dollars chasing the same amount of goods and services, what happens to those goods and services? Right. If you can buy a new set of tires today, knowing that the price is gonna be 20% higher in six months, you're gonna buy now. Yeah. And if everybody's buying now, because inflate that is that self-fulfilling spiral upwards of inflation. Mm. Inflation is a crazy problem that ha doesn't have an easy solution. Yes. Sometimes the solution it will naturally occur, and which is often a collapse. Oh, yeah, a recession. Yeah. Right? And, you know, this, we're not economists, <laughs> not, not by any means. <laughs> no. But, you know, with, when it comes to the dollar, the dollar used to be connected to gold. Yeah. It had... Backed by a hard asset that mankind cannot print. $20 got you an ounce of gold. <laughs> that was that was that was how money worked. Yeah, you could go into a bank, give your note, and get an ounce of gold. Then it became something called a fiat currency, which has no backing whatsoever. No. And I believe this was over forty years ago that this yeah. this change happened. Nineteen seventy one. Yeah. That what we are seeing now with inflation and how it works is a consequence of that problem they created mm -hmm. having a money that doesn't back by anything yeah and that's the the scary thing about problems is if you do not handle them right away they become insurmountable they later be, they become massive problems the problem doesn't solve you might get short-term relief but a long-term disaster mm -hmm. And everybody, to different degrees, can relate to weight loss, right? When you're like, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to eat whatever I want. You deserve it. Ah, uh, yeah. And you start eating and eating and eating and like, well, oh, this is becoming a problem. Eating and eating and eating like, oh, I'm really getting addicted to this. I'm maybe having too, indulging too much. And if you let that go too long, it becomes a serious problem. <laughs> and something that could have taken you a few weeks to sort out get a handle on now becomes years decades yeah a lifetime of dealing with mm -hmm. and it's it's because you've built this habit this system the structure that's creating a problem you've so, built yeah you've built a pattern around a problem 
and solving problems earlier on is often easier than ignoring them until it's too late or especially things I don't want to confront. You know, you put off, you procrastinate. I don't even want to look at it. Especially too when the solution is a difficult one. Mm-hmm. It Problems are easy when you know that it's going to benefit you. But like, let's say it's a relationship problem that this person is toxic. And the best thing you could do is just be upfront and honest with them. Like, look, I'm sorry, but our relationship just isn't working. We're in two different places. And going forward, you know, we, we need to to give each other space and and to separate that is a solution to a problem right yeah because this person is a toxic influence on your life let's say you didn't have that conversation and you let this problem fester in your life for decades yeah imagine the type of stress and damage that's going to do to your mental psyche miserable yeah and how many miserable people do you know that are in toxic relationships that are by very definition, detra- they, they detract from vitality. They don't build each other up. And you see it all the time. And don't get me wrong, every relationship is complicated. Yes. Every relationship is good. There's no such thing as euphoria. No. Where utopia always exists and everything's and, this. Oh. And screw Disney for making everybody think <laughs> that there's this magical thing. That's not real. No. But... When, you're, when you have relationships that with people that you trust, that you know they have your best interests at heart, the problems that arise are solvable. Yeah. Knowing that there, there is that level of trust there that, hey, yeah, we disagree on this, but it's not going to be a big deal because we all want the same thing. Mm-hmm. And the majority of us all want the same thing. We all want to be happy. We all want abundance. We want safe communities. Yeah. A lot of us all want the same thing. The problem is we argue how we're going to get there. It's true. And simplicity also fixes a lot of problems. Big time. Having a simple life, you know, even when you say it out loud, it sounds like this guy lived a simple life. What a terrible way to live. But living simplistically allows you to focus on and solve the problems within a manageable amount of mm. bandwidth. When you overload your life with people, events, businesses, jobs, and you have all of these problems you can't solve any of them correctly. It's just, it's, it's too much. And I look at elders in my life who I respect, their lives are so simple. Like, you know, as people get older, their lives get simpler because Mm -hmm. they have less problems. I don't need that stupid cell phone. What the heck do I need that for? And it's true. What do you need that cell phone for? Right. For them. Right. Yeah. They don't need those problems. They are quite content with things the way they are. So simplicity also helps when it comes to to problem solving because it makes things easy. Living in simplicity allows you to solve complexities. Yes. That's actually a good little tagline. Yeah. Simplicity allows you to solve complexities because if you have a simple life, you can deal with the complex shit that comes in. If you're too busy putting out 
drama in your life and shit storms because of toxic relationships and you're, you're, you're putting so much energy into picking up the pieces of the wake of destruction mm -hmm. from either yourself or the people that you surround yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> That's taxing. There's nothing left in the tank. Then all of a sudden life throws you some, a real comp complex problem. Right. Fuck, not easy. And how many times in martial arts when we make the answer to a problem too complicated, it ends up being way worse. Well, if this happens, then I'll do this. And if yeah. this happens, then I'll do this yeah. and this. And then, but it's just like, yeah. get out of the way right. of the thing. Yeah. And half the time, the complex shit doesn't even work. No. <laughs> like, it's simple. Yeah. Arm drag, takedown, yeah. restrain, done. Yes. <laughs> simple. <laughs> and we posted a video with um, Sifu Francis Fong the other day. And it was just talking about at the highest levels of martial arts there is no style because at the highest levels it's all the same mm. all movement yes. is the same all things are the same right all mechanics work the same it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how you get to the yeah. outcome yes. but you need to get to the outcome and that's what you focus on when you're a master yeah. of your craft yeah at the beginning you're not focusing on those things mm. and I find too a lot of the masters have even lost so much focus on the combat and the killing and more focused on mastering life and happiness and how to be humble and humility and simplify yeah simple truths and principles that if you have in your life life is better that's it Buddha Brothers Challenge Budo Brothers Challenge is to simplify some of the problems that you have in your life, whether that's in martial arts and you are, let's say you are just starting something and you have nine solutions to dealing with a jab. Yeah. <laughs> Try to simplify that. Come up with what is behind all of those things. What's the concept? What yeah. is the overlying thing? And in your life, if you have an immense amount of problems right now. If you're looking at your week and you're like, oh my God, I have so much to deal with this week. Try to simplify things and be more efficient. Love it. All right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Until next week. See you later.